0: This is the hidden leaf village's handsome devil rock lee and you're watching anime egotist after this you can do 51 sit-ups or watch 51 all 51 episodes of rock lee and his ninja pals rock lee
1: leaf hurricane (laughs) and welcome to the greatest anime podcast of all time the anime egotist where you better be good to your Pokemon because we don't like people who aren't good to their Pokemon.
2: Okay, boy wait, hold on. But when you say good to your Pokemon, can we at least still have Toro steak? Of course. Okay, well then, all right, we're good. Yeah, I'll be fine. I just, I I am of the very few that believe that like Toro steak, um, baby back rib from a milk tank would be delicious. And I just, I. Personally, I just, I don't know. If I lived in the Pokemon world, I would probably like corner the market because I'd be like, man, Toro steaks are the best.
1: Well, to be fair, I know one person who only gave his Pikachu coffins and stuff and it hurt its (laughs) knee after it got hit with a solar beam. So I kind of agree with you on that. (laughs)
2: Uh, But anyway. God, it's so, it's just so impossible to believe that that's such a big world like that. None of the Pokemon are eating other Pokemon.
1: (sighs) Yes. But speaking of people who like to eat a lot, you got me, Alex, and I'm joined by my co-host, who, if I'm if I'm completely sure, I don't know how much of a, how good of a champion he'd be in the Pokemon region. Thanks,
0: and I'm Richard.
1: Hey, I, it's not that you wouldn't be a good champion. It's just I don't see you as a very good person to represent the region. You're not a good person, okay. Richard. Okay. Yeah. And we are joined by a man, it's Toons and Goons. You guys know him at this point. It's Toons and Goons, formerly Jogger Joe. Sometimes we call him Jay. Say hello.
2: Hey, how y'all doing? It is the Toon Man himself, the Goon Man himself. I am here to talk some Pokemon because you know, if I am not good at a lot of things, one thing I can at least do somewhat okay is talk about Pokemon.
1: Yes. And, to, and Mr. Toons and Dooms, in all seriousness, he is streaming a lot on Facebook, on Facebook. So please check him out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Is that generally the days?
2: Generally the days, Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays. Um, every, it switches depending on the week i might do tuesdays and thursdays as well i might do like a full five days depending on what i got going on but uh generally it's monday wednesday fridays i play Fortnite. um i'm saving up my money i will be getting an external hard drive so i can get more game. i'll be expanding to mortal kombat overwatch um we're gonna be getting a capture card. I'll be um, expanding to Nintendo games because you know they're the Nintendo game. A Pokemon game coming out in like a month and a half, so I'm gonna get a capture card expand. So it's a whole thing. I'm not gonna take up more time. We got we'll do that at the end. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. And if you guys remember Herb Tunes, and I keep I keep wanting to say Jogger Joe. If you remember yeah, Tunes fine. from last time, when we talked about Pokemon, we talked about Pokemon Journeys. And while part four did have some a couple of issues and one arc that came completely out of nowhere, we had thought that overall it was a pretty good part to it. And overall, we all enjoyed Pokemon Journeys. So we figured, let's continue that into Pokemon Master Journeys when it comes out. So we got together. Well, we, we watched the episodes on our own. We came together, and we're here to talk about it because we like to talk about the biggest events in Pokemon happening. Like what like we talk about the games and just all the movies, all this other sorts of stuff. Sadly, we're also around to talk about when nothing happens, because nothing happened in these twelve episodes. I swear.
2: This was oh, so no.
1: boring. I'm sorry. Oh, uh,
2: uh. I'm a, okay, it's it's a so small arc. <laughs> I'm going to let you know that I'm going to be the exact opposite. Yes, Um, nothing happened. Yes, nothing happened, but I feel like I'm going to hurt some people's feelings when I say this, but this is my opinion. I feel like I had more enjoyment watching these 12 episodes than I did waiting and watching for them to find and finish their story in the first Pokemon journey. Like these 12 episodes were more enjoyable to me because I was like, okay, episode one, I see what they're going for. By episode 12, they ended it in a cohesive manner while at the same time setting up for what's coming next. And that's one thing that I was like, okay, I'm a fan. All right.
1: I guess my thing is, like, the first, like, two or three episodes, I was like, okay, like, it's not really what I expected at this point in the series, but it's fine. The last several episodes, I was kind of starting to get into it, but there was a good chunk of the middle where I was just like, what's, what what are they doing here? Richard, Richard, what do you think? What are your thoughts? You've been quiet.
0: So, yeah, there was an actual overarching arc. I wasn't expecting it to be what it was at this point. I was kind of, just felt weirdly placed but i guess to start off a series it's an interesting arc to choose so we'll yeah. go over it because i've got all the episodes pulled up
2: currently
1: oh uh, so did I, just, I but so did i because uh, i rewatched part two and we did not know what order the episodes were in so i'm trying no, to prepare better for that
2: um yep. so i want to say this going into it and we'll we'll probably get into it a little bit more once we start talking about each individual episode My biggest disappointment for these 12 episodes is that Chloe did not play as big of a part as it set up that she was going to in the first like two episodes. And I was like, okay, Chloe's getting some Mm -hmm. more time. Okay, I'm excited. By episode six, I was like, what the fuck is Chloe? (laughs) <laughs> Why the fuck is she here? Like, I was excited because I was like, okay, we're getting a trio. We're actually getting a freaking trio for the first time in a long time versus just Ash and Go. And then she just like, nope, I'm back at the lab.
1: Or, or the worst part is, it's not that mm-hmm. they're giving her nothing to do. It's that they're only giving her filler at this point that's the issue it kind of feels like let let me put to you for some of you who don't understand it's like they're putting her on main event but they're not putting her on smackdown at all it just it doesn't seem to work and for those of you who don't get that reference i apologize but still and
2: and to further get that those who've watched main event and watch what they can do on main event know that if they were given a bigger position on smackdown it would be money like For God's sake, we introduced an Evie with Identity Crisis to go with Chloe. Why not have that be the secondary arc? Because the overarching arc of this entire season was Ash and the freaking um, first... Uh, ah. Far-fetched. Far-fetched. like that was the overarching arc of this of the 12 episode why not let Chloe and Evie be that secondary even if uh Evie doesn't evolve at the end of the season at least show us the progression of Evie figuring out it's fine it's fine if I'm not uh whatever if I'm yeah. just an Evie
1: Chloe's on the practice squad she hasn't been signed to the active roster do not pick her up in any of your fantasy leagues yet
2: uh I wish.
1: Anyway, so I, should we just jump into episode one? Do you remember? Please. Richard, what was episode one called? Unless you have something else before we move on.
0: No, I think I'm ready to start. Our okay,
1: podcast. episode one, which was called?
0: To Train or Not to Train. This is the Eevee episode.
1: Okay, so it starts off basically there's an Eevee and the lab, and two scientists are trying to get it to evolve. It... Pretty much can't. No matter what stone it touches or what, what form, whatever it just refuses to evolve.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It also likes to copy the other the EV evolutions. Uh, similar to kind of the uh, Let's Go Eevee, it gets moves based on the different types.
2: Yeah, and 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 I gotta admit to y'all that's literally the big thing for me. Like we are introduced episode one to this Eevee, we are introduced and you have and literally I sat down I was watching it and I was just like huh so this season like before we got to see Ash go anything I was like so is this season going to be about Evie and it's finding its way into like being who it's supposed to be like is that supposed to be the art I'm excited because that relates to
1: Chloe because Chloe doesn't know what Mm -hmm. she wants either so it sets up it it has the potential to be a really cool story it's right there It's just like, it's just, it's like they just barely want to give it to us.
2: And it's, and it's frustrating because literally I was like, this feel like, and that's another reason I I say that I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Pokemon uh, journeys is because these 12 episodes reminded me of the original Pokemon. Like in my mind and my heart, it felt like I was watching the original Pokemon because like you had the setup. It wasn't about the journey of the pokemon trainers it was actually about the pokemon and their journey and their stories and their art and that's why i was like dang i actually really do enjoy this because it's not just oh let's watch ash and go try to finish their uh missions
1: you know Mm -hmm. there's a there's a pokemon youtuber who you would love named professor silver he does yeah. a great rundown of pretty much the pokemon in the party because he doesn't talk about ash that much or go like it'd be like oh this is the story of brock's marsh stop and how it was used in its story i think you would i think you would like him he does some really good work also, I like it.
2: I'm, I'm, the I'm,
1: one I'm, thing that bothers me and this this is something i just sort of realized this is like the fourth or fifth friend of ashes who's had an evie like okay, let's see. Oh, wow. Gary was Gary was a rival, so in a way, I guess that's kind of cheating. Even May, though
2: they did May, later become friends. Yeah,
1: May had Nevee. Then oh, yeah. May, wow. May had Nevee. Serena got Nevee. Lana oh, got Nevee, and now Chloe has Nevee. It's getting. I, I, it's not like Charizard level for me, where Game Freak just sort of keeps catering to it. But I am starting to notice, like, oh, this isn't. This isn't. I'm not. I'm not okay with this.
0: Yeah, Eevee has become very popular for them to use lately. I mean, it's, it's always been a popular Pokemon, but it's becoming more and more used yep. in the show, it seems like.
2: And yeah. I think it's simply because of the fact that, like, one, it can evolve into almost any typing, which more typings are on the way. Just y'all wait. I, I feel it. Yeah. Um, And two, it's because of the games. Like, they came out with Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Then everybody started, like, jumping on the bandwagon of, like, oh, my gosh, Eevee is so great. No, I was a fan of Eevee back in the day when there was only three evolutions Mm -hmm. and you had to pick one. That was the only one you got in the entire game. We're coming off as
1: real old because because of these. I don't care. I
2: don't care. I'll say it. I'll say it.
1: Anyway, but, but as the series, as the episode progresses, is the researchers are getting more and more frustrated that Evie seemingly mm-hmm. can't evolve. The episode moves on, we get to see Ash and Go, pretty much about to do their own thing. And Chloe's about to go to school. Cause yeah, remember school Oops. is still a thing in this universe.
0: No is actually going to school because he's got a test this day. That's oh, the that, this is the that part.
1: It's basically and, it's basically like college for us all over. We only we don't have to show up to every class, it's just the ones that matter.
2: But but here's the thing for me though. You establish that there is a school in this universe, you establish that much. Okay. First off, I wanna I'm not gonna lie to you, I would love for them to like dive head first into that. Have a school and have it like split off into apart Those that want to be trainers, those that want to be professors, those that want to be Officer Jenny, those that want to be Nurse Joy. Like, let it branch. Like, that would be so nice.
1: Fun fact: They did an episode like that in the Ruby and Sapphire series. Like, once they did got they? to Rustboro like City, once they went it. to Rustboro City, it's like, okay, these are the class for people who want to be professors. The class where people who want to do contests. It was actually one of the ah. setups for May deciding I want to be a coordinator. It was actually a really well-done episode, in my opinion.
2: I, but, yeah. I am just completely blanking on that episode. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. Ruby it? and it's Sapphire
1: was an underrated series, but yes, I do agree about the show. And then evie gets out, starts running around. And Chloe kind of notices, huh? There's an evie out there. And or was it no, it fo- started following Yamper. It started following <laughs> Yamper and Yamper. <laughs> seemed really annoyed at first and then chloe he's like may i be excused she goes outside she starts checking on the eevee she feels a connection with it right away which is which is fine i guess and uh-huh. go sh- and go shows up and he basically they basically try and protect the eevee from the researchers despite the fact that they might not necessarily be bad people they're just not really going about it the right way
0: Right. Yeah. Also, they're acting like classic Team Rocket, a giant net and chasing around saying, Where are you, Evie? And Coming Team from, Rocket in were
1: in school uniforms and as their disguises. It, it, was, it, it, was, it, it was crazy. Yeah, it was weird. It was
2: weird. Also, let me just say this right now, and we're gonna come back to this. And this is this is another one of my biggest disappointments. Well, not disappointments, one of my biggest gripes with this show. What the fuck is the plot armor? Like, my God, the plot armor in this one season alone, because it made, like, there were so many, because it makes sense for the plot, we're going to allow it. Like, and, and it might just be because I played all of the games, so my frustration is like, that wouldn't work not mm, (laughs) so maybe maybe that's just my frustration because i played the games but like there was so much plot armor in this fucking season like my god we'll get into it in some of the later episodes but this is the first episode
1: i will say i do like the idea that once you're in class you can just let your pokemon go out and be on the playground and stuff i it's such a wholesome thing that i can't i can't even hate on it i appreciate oh yeah
2: absolutely that was that was nice
1: overall though well there's not much more to say than that chloe decides oh i want to catch this i because they give the evie back to the people they apologize but then at the end of the episode evie's like no i want to stay with chloe
2: i want to be over here with her
1: yeah yeah and over overall some nitpicks aside it was it was a very very solid episode it was a good way of (laughs) establishing stuff
2: yep exactly sadly
1: one say. of the things i want to talk about in this episode that kind of start Ertz is we don't we're not off to a great start with some points because we have to address we have to address theme song which is just okay to me it's only okay to me
2: i don't know i i can't say that i disliked this one like yeah i i would i will admit that Once I got to, like, episode five, four, I was, I was like, okay, skip, I don't, (laughs) and, and I did not so I listened to the theme song, episode one, two, three, I think I got, like, halfway through four, and I was like, okay, just skip, then I didn't listen to it, like, five, six, seven, eight, and then nine, ten, eleven, and twelve, I did listen to it, because I was like, I know we're going to talk about the theme song, and I kind of don't remember it.
1: Yeah, because somebody (laughs) keeps bringing it up.
2: So... And, and all in all, I, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna add it to my uh, playlist of anime openings that I'm gonna listen to. But it's not a bad theme to me. Does it rank in like the top five of Pokemon theme opening theme songs? No. But it was it was good for what it was.
1: I think my problem is two things. One, the lyrics feel really especially cheesy to me. I don't know. Okay. I and that. two. I, 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 the voice, the person singing the song is actually Serena's voice actor, voice oh. actress, and she's done some really good Pokemon songs, like the Second Sun and Moon opening. I think it's a pretty underrated song. This just didn't feel it to me. It felt like a commercial for a like Six Flags or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and that being said, the six one flags. thing, the one thing I do hate about it is at the end where they're like, Pokemon. like it, it felt, it felt like they were like, "Okay, you say Pokemon, you say Pokemon." and you say Pokemon, but then one person just slipped up and said at the wrong time, like, I don't know, it didn't sound good. What do you think, Richard? So,
0: again, I kind of agree with Jay. I, it's kind of, when compared to Journey's, Journey's had a much better theme overall, but this was okay. It's fine.
1: I, I was not, why are you saying you side with Jay? That's literally what I said. It's okay. It's not horrible it's not great it's it's just okay it's okay in my opinion <laughs> and then but yeah. then you get people who are like like yeah but just imagine if serena was singing it to ash i'm like i feel like as great of a voice her voice actress has a very good singing voice but i feel like in the pokemon universe serena is not a good singer i don't know why i have that headcanon in my head but i just feel like she's not that good
2: also why are we imagining she's singing it to ash if she's not in this season
1: I don't know. Let let us put that let put that really, out there. Damn it! People really like Serena, dude. It's it's.
2: I know. Like, like, like respect. respect
1: I get it, but like, uh,
2: yeah. If she's not in the season, let's stop talking about her. If she That's, has an episode, we talk about her. But like, she She's not in the season. Yeah. If you if you like uh, if you like her that much, go back and watch the season that she's in. Stop mm-hmm. it! Stop it right now! You're ruining what we got. But All right. just
0: to, just to go back though, the visuals in the this may does make it seem like. Chloe should have been in most if not all the episodes as a main character because it's very focused on them and I would have expected Leon to at least make an appearance in these episodes Oh, that's right
2: Oh, yes Mm. We mentioned this man in almost every episode that is actually toward that actually goes toward the arc we mentioned Leon. He did not have a single like he doesn't show up. You don't get to see him. He doesn't do a commercial. He doesn't he, uh have a pamphlet, like he doesn't he, even send a courier pigeon. What the hell, man? Dude, he's
1: on he's on that part-time
2: contract. He must be because man, I was disappointed. I was like, bro. Can we at least see him in a battle? Like, can we? Can we have Ash see him battle and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna challenge him one day. I just gotta keep getting better." Like, we have it that they're in the Contender League. Why well, not be, have the champion to be fucking fair, battling? He, to be fair, he was also in. He was in
1: Pokemon Evolutions. He was taking time off to, to film that.
2: Oh my god, that, that that wouldn't
1: be the craziest theory. It wouldn't be. Also, we learned in Pokemon Evolutions, the protagonist of Sword and Shield, Victor, we learned he's black. So I'm set. I am happy about that. Anyways, I almost said season two, which technically this is, but episode two.
0: All right. Uh, Episode two is a pinch of this, a pinch of that. It's the fossil episode.
2: Ah. Now, I personally, (laughs) love this episode. While he's gone, I'll say this. Personally, I loved, like, Everything about this episode, I was like, okay, good. My biggest gripe was that oh, no, another one of Ash's Pokemon takes out their aggression on Ash when he gets too close. Why have we seen that in almost every single season of Pokemon? Like, my goodness, can we just have one Pokemon that wants to get stronger, that wants to get better, that doesn't want to take its aggression out on its trainer, please? Like, like we understand that Ash wants to be a Pokemon master, but if you have Pokemon that take their aggression out on you, you are not a good trainer. Why is it that they are always coming after you? Why are they always attacking? You You are not a good trainer. If I had dogs, that that was my job is to train them. And every time I got too close, they bit me. And no matter what I did, I couldn't get them to stop. You would look at me and say, I'm a bad dog trainer. That's how I feel about Ash at the beginning of this episode. Because my goodness gracious, why did Farfetch smack this man around with a leak every chance he got?
1: Didn't we just get this episode? Like, didn't we get an episode, the last part, about about them, all three of them going and looking for fossils? Why are we getting another episode so soon about that?
0: There's not really a great explanation for... To be honest, to though, I feel fossils. like
2: they they and i this is i i noticed this i feel like they repeated a lot of the stuff that they did in the pokemon journeys in this one but they gave it like an abridged feeling like they didn't like because like we'll talk about it we had an episode where it was like oh it was more heavily focused on team rocket and it wasn't um it wasn't about uh the main characters Ooh. it was an episode that had like a bunch of little shorts in it instead of a whole episode ooh
1: yeah and this is where i also start to notice chloe like is something how would you guys describe chloe's personality like like how would you describe it to like a new fan of the series
2: She doesn't know what she wants to do with her life so she follows the people that seem like they know what they want to do in life and hopes that by following them she'll find out what she wants to do with her life even though she's really unsure of everything okay but Quite literally guess, everything
1: i guess what i mean is like the very for the first several episodes of journey she was kind of dismissive towards ash and mm-hmm. go not outright hatred but just kind of a i just kind of want to do my own thing it seems like ever since she caught Evie, that's been completely thrown out the window, and I don't think it's for the better because it's not like she slowly started to open up up and become like a friendlier person. It just seems like oh, I caught an Evie, so now I'm gonna, so now I'm super happy now. Like I, I don't know. It kind of it, it doesn't completely bother me, but it takes me out of it a little. It's kind of confusing.
2: Also, wasn't this the episode where they were like, "Hey, you guys, go look for fossils," and then she was like, "Hey, Chloe." What are you gonna do? And she was just like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't think I'm going to." And then, right as they're about to walk out the door, she's like, "Hey, can I go with them? I'm gonna go with them." And then she walks and follows behind them. And I'm just like, "Didn't you just say you didn't want?" Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's confusing. Anyways, Rich Richard, mm-hmm. what 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 happened in this episode? What more happened in this episode?
0: Well, we get to meet the eccentric scientists that invented uh. the Pokemon of the
1: fossil Pokemon of Galar. These people were we I will say I appreciate that they're trying to make characters of the day more memorable. Well oh, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't always work, but I at least give them points for trying. I appreciate it.
2: Oh yeah. It, 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 it's nice to see that the side characters have more uh have more of a impactful role in the show overall. Yeah.
0: And I just don't know how I feel about the fact that the scientists are like, well, here are the two fossil Pokemon of this region. And then they create the other two. And it's like, wait, how does science work in this way? How yes. how did we not just create dead things?
1: Ah, uh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Didn't they also make curry in this episode?
2: Yes. I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they also... You know, they're introducing small things about Galar, which I appreciate, but they're not go- really going into it as much as I'd like. But overall, like I would have enjoyed this episode more had we not gotten a previous fossil episode beforehand. And Ash catches a Dracovish, is that how they pronounce
2: it? Yeah, I think I think that is how they pronounce
1: it. And it sounds like a pervy old man. Like, it sounds like how Master Roshi would sound if I had never heard his voice before. Uh- like, it's high-pitched and kind of strange
0: um i don't really remember the cries of either of the pokemon that are created
1: yeah and i'm gonna be honest i i'm sorry for you guys who want us to specifically point out what pokemon go catches but it's so difficult because he catches something like every uh, every episode sometimes which we're
2: gonna, oh, we're, 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 we're gonna talk we're, about oh we're,
1: we're, we're, we're gonna oh we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to that yeah so and so chloe's all happy like yay i got to do all this stuff and i'm just like yeah okay hey nice to know that you're happy but like where the hell did that come from Anyways, next
0: episode. All right. The next episode is Trials of a Budding Master. It is the first Farfetch episode it takes place okay. when they go to see the Geodudes at Rock Tunnel because okay so, so I had my
2: episodes mixed up that's on me this is the episode where I should have had that rant about him not being a good freaking trainer because his Farfetch smacks him around with at least every other chance he gets like literally he's just like hey Farfetch you want to go train smack like yo I'm trying to help you why are you doing this to me it, it's wild man
1: yeah, but he battles somebody's girder. And do you get? Did you remember the name of the trainer himself, Richard?
0: Not this trainer. I think I might have the other one.
1: Yeah. yeah uh, well, a... we. Okay, but i Anyways, this this guy the guy with the girder. Or the, I'm gonna be honest. The battle itself, I really enjoyed. It lasted a little longer than I was. I thought it was going to, but it was still a cool battle. I. Farfetch looked good, Girder looked good. It it was, there wasn't too many distractions. It was more or less just a straight up battle of Ash versus apparently Macho Man Randy Savage because that's exactly what he (laughs) sounded like.
2: You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, brother. You gotta find,
1: you gotta find the Mega Stone to evolve your Pokemon. Dig it. That, yeah, it basically, maybe they got, maybe they got Jay Lethal to do it. I'm not sure
2: that would be great i'm sorry that that would be great
1: yeah but overall it's a really good battle but it doesn't end there or ashes farfetched does beat the beat the trainer's girder and we see somebody we see somebody e with green hair a gallade and it's somebody who's pretty soft spoken and no it's not wally That's
2: what, oh
1: i was about I, as much as i would love that it's rinto oh but then again i couldn't really tell if it was rinto because he was talking so quietly I had my laptop speakers turned up completely, and I still could barely hear the guy.
0: I had to go up
2: and re-look up his name, which is on the final episode. That's why I went... Which is so sad to me because when he is introduced, literally from the jump, he is introduced, before he even said the word, he's introduced to somebody that's like, oh, he's going to be the main foil to Ash's, like, journey as a Pokemon master. He's going to be the guy that, like, oh, you want to get better, you're going to have to meet me. And, like, his name is just so forgettable because he only shows up in, like, what, three episodes out the entire season? I well, think
1: well so far it's only been 2 but I'm sure I'm okay, sure he'll sh- I'm sure he'll show up more but at the same time yeah l- like I gave Journey's credit a, l- a couple of reviews ago about how I like how it, how different it feels but now I'm kind of, part of me is kind of wondering I kind of miss the old stuff because I appreciate them for doing different stuff but at the same time it kind of feels all over the place
0: yeah yeah we we just haven't like Ash seems to jump a lot in and- this like because we don't see all his battles, so it's like two episodes ago he was rank one thousand. Now he's rank three hundred. It's like, yep. hey, how did well, he jump like that much?
1: Well to, be fair, the, well, to be fair, the worst part about Ash for me is he barely seems to use all of his Pokemon. Like, I can't tell you the last episode Gengar was involved in anything.
2: Which it bothers me. Actually, it, it more than bothers me because Gengar is literally like my top three Pokemon.
1: Like yeah. it seems more interested in hanging out with Red and Francois the Magnemite. Which I mean, I don't blame it for that, but because Francois the Magnemite is so far the best character in this whole show. But still,
2: mm-hmm. but I'm anyway. just I'm disappointed.
0: Man. And he does make an appearance in this.
1: Yes, he does. But oh, but Ash Rinto challenges Ash to a battle. Rinto's Gallade versus Ash's Farfetch. It's farfetch still not having completely recovered from the battle against Girder, obviously loses, and Rinto kind of just—I'm not going to say he's downright disrespectful, but he's oh, kind he of. Is.
2: Oh, he's downright disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, don't, mm. don't you don't you try to soften it because no, even no, before the battle guess, is finished.
1: I guess my thing for finished? me is I expect I expect far worse from Ash's rivals. Like I've okay. seen Paul, I've seen well, may, may, Paul and Gary. Those are pretty much the main. Those are pretty much the main jerks when it comes to being in Ash's life. I Rinto was just kind of, by comparison, he wasn't too bad. But you, you gotta, just kind of pointed
0: out the yeah. obvious.
1: Yeah, which is what Tripp did, and everybody hated him for it. But sure, okay.
2: But the thing about it, it's not the fact that he pointed out the obvious. It's the God Almighty. I'm sorry, that was a huge ass bird flying now um, <laughs> over over my over my <laughs> window, and maybe like, it's Team it, Rockets fell over. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrifying. Um, but the thing about it is like it's not the fact that he pointed out the obvious that made it disrespectful it's the fact that he said it as if he was all like know-it-all before the uh before the battle was even finished he was just like uh, oh, you're far-fetched is so untrained is so just it's never gonna be a leak master and then he proceeds to whoop it his ass and then he's just like i told you it's trash to be fair like i said it.
1: ash barely spends any time with most of his part in this series. So maybe he saw the episodes ahead of time and he's like, "You know what? This is a fair point." <laughs> Overall though, I enjoyed this episode. Cameos by Macho Man Randy Savage aside, like, it Macho was it, man. it was a it was a pretty fun episode. I want more wrestlers into the Pokemon anime. You
0: know, that would be pretty cool. God, 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 it took me a minute to figure out like all the Pokemon ashes had in this season. It's like is a Dragonite now, the Gengar. He has, he has a Dragonite, this, that's right. Uh now a surfetched spoiler alert. Um Pikachu and Lucario. Lucari. Yeah. Had the yeah. fucking
2: Lucario that we only see like once throughout the entire like, how do you I'm sorry, I'm I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant here. How right. do you have a Pokemon that is quite literally one of the biggest arcs of the season/slash series that preceded this one? You have established that this is a continuation of that. How do you have one of the Biggest, literally, the biggest part of that last like show was the arc of um the lure uh wow, Riolu and Mm -hmm. um Cinderace's first form. I first, first form, I can never remember. Uh,
1: well, first there's Raboot, Raboot, and then there's before that is Score Bunny. Score Bunny, that's right.
2: So, like, but like, that's the thing. Me. You get Score Bunny and Riolu, and that's their art is them training to get stronger together because they are the freaking like they're the two that like we established that. Like it wasn't Score Bunny and Pikachu, Pikachu's Pikachu is old as shit. Pikachu honestly should probably be dead as long as it's been alive. Like, fuck. anyway. <laughs> 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 oh my god! There are going to be some angry comments under my streams for that one. I mean, um, I mean, we've already
1: had we've already had the conversations <laughs> of is Raihan black, and we don't all like Snow Bunny, so I feel like uh, at this point anything's fair game.
2: Uh but as I was like that, like that's that was the art was the, Riolu and score Bunny getting stronger fucking go kept um cinderace where the fuck is uh lucario where i think I, I do
1: ha- i do have like this doesn't necessarily excuse it but i think what explains it is in my opinion it kind of seems like what they're doing is okay each pokemon is kind of going to get its own little mini arc because we got it for lucario and now we're kind of getting it with sir with Farfetch'd. that's that-
2: And I feel like that's a little bit unfair considering the fact that, my God, this man has more than a full team worth of Pokemon. And we are no closer to figuring out what his final team to face Leon, because we all know what's coming, than we were when we started Pokemon Journeys. Yeah. So I just.
1: mm. I think my issue is mainly just a lot of the battles Ash has are one on one. If it was like, mm-hmm. hey, you get to pick these three Pokemon, or you get to pick these two Pokemon, um, even then I could find a way to live with it. But it seems like there, it's just one Pokemon a piece. Like, okay, what if you get lucky? Like, I, I don't know.
2: Also, let's be honest, um, Rinto's Rinto's Gallade probably would still uh, clean sweep Ash's team. He's not a good trainer. It's just we gotta we gotta call a spade a spade here man
1: yeah overall though like like i said i did still really like this episode just because just just, well if if anybody any pokemon episode that has macho man randy savage in it has to be trying something (laughs) what's the next episode
0: all right so god how long is this title um it is how are you going to keep them off of something i can't see the full name of the title let's see um nope i literally can't see the full name of the title it's the Diglett episode how
1: are you gonna keep them off the farm okay okay oh just yeah i did i i didn't like this episode but i'm gonna be honest part of the first kind of thing i laugh is i don't like when all three ash go and chloe all say the name of the episode oh it it's such it's a nitpick and i'll i'll completely give that up it's, it, I don't know, it just feels kind of clunky. Like, just have one of them say it. Like, might as well have Chloe do it because what else is she doing in this series? Oh, yeah. But so. they, go, they basically go out and they go to a friend of Professor Cerise's and he mm-hmm. has a farm that they have to protect from Diglett and Doug Trio.
2: Also, let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about that. Why the hell are we just finding out that we had four seasons in the last show and we did not hear about um his friend with the farm not once but all of a sudden oh my goodness my farm is getting overtaken by a bunch of diglets and doug trios i mean
1: i wish he had talked like like that
2: where the hell was he this entire last season like what in the hell i'm i am disappointed professor cerise is a
1: very bad friend we have
2: to yeah Where was he? Clearly this isn't something that just popped up overnight. Like obviously this man has been struggling for at least a few weeks. Where have you been? You know, Why? you seem
1: to you, you know, I find it hilarious that you said you you enjoyed this part, but you've had about four or five rants already, and we're not even halfway through the episodes. Oh
2: no, as a whole, the thing is, as a whole and consuming it as a whole, I enjoyed it. But at the same time, I can I can disperse my like enjoyment with my criticism and say, This was bad in this episode, even though I enjoyed it, like how I do with Avatar the last airbender i enjoyed the show as a whole but i can display the parts of it that were ass and the parts that were set for plot armor
1: you are a lot better than most people i know because most people i know only see the good stuff anyways speaking of good stuff this episode didn't have that much of that in my opinion (laughs) like they they kind of established that they were trying to work with chloe because she's i guess the strategist between the three of them because lord knows it isn't ash uh
2: The one person that actually has no reason to be a strategist is the best strategist of all of them. And that makes no sense to me because it's like, if you're going to give her that level of knowledge and that level of like insight, then why not have her be a trainer? Why not have her be a contest um, a contestant, do contests? Well, I
1: think it might be uh, like and they haven't really done that great of a job showcasing it. I think it could be because Chloe, if everybody had left her alone the bat and she had become a researcher, she would have been fine with it. But I think it's because like people pushed her into it so much. That's why I hated being a mass media major so much because people kept pushing me towards I'm like, I don't want to be here. Not in this major, just just in ge- just in general. But I, once again, they might not be going that route. But overall, at Go catches a Diglett and a Doug Trio. Chloe's the one mm-hmm. who like kind of shows them how to do it and everything. And they meet up with Team Rocket, who are apparently causing the Diglett and the Doug Trio stuff. Of and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they're attacking them and everything. I'm like, Team Rocket didn't do anything like wrong or illegal in this. Like you guys. I don't I don't know. There are times I feel like Team Rocket should just be like, we're not doing anything wrong. Wow, you guys go away?
2: Which, I mean, they kind of said that. They kind of said that when they popped up and they were like, Team Rocket, you're going to dig it. And we, they're just like, bro, we're just chilling. Like, We're taking a nap. They were up there yeah. taking naps. Yeah. Like, what, they d- were up there... Didn't they have some weird contraption in
1: this episode, too? Like,
0: it yeah, they brought in one thing. of their old, yeah, one of their
2: giant robots,
1: I think. You where, know, the, where the hell they
2: had? Where the hell they hiding the uh, robots at, bro? To where, be
1: fair, where? they all they they brought up a lot in the advance the Ruby and Sapphire series that those robots cost a lot of money, so they couldn't I'm exactly sure they just do. pull them out whenever they wanted. I'm sure
0: well, there. Yeah, eventually. there's really not much more
1: about this. Episode. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're sorry, guys. But the but these ep- but a lot of these episodes just don't have a lot in them. That's not to say they're bad episodes because Pokemon can have some good to really great filler episodes, but right. there's just not a whole lot in some of these. We're sorry. Hey, you, we, you, y'all know we try to be positive and like see the good in the bad or just see the good in general, but it's, it's, it's getting harder.
2: Oh yeah. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I went into this, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I went into this saying, oh God, the last one left a less than desirable taste in my mouth by the end of it. I'm hoping I went in hoping that this one would not be at least on the same level, and it exceeded my expectation. So I'm I'm, I'm giving it as much as I can here, even though I've had a rant about every single episode yeah. so far.
1: Yeah, it did, and also Go left. I was his Diglett it behind at the farm to make it? with the CC- duck Trio. Okay, yeah, because
2: the um, duck Trio Damn. was the leader
0: of right, the right, okay. And, yeah. And they're going to, they're working on the farm now.
1: Yeah. I did, right, appreciate, but- I did appreciate that side of Go because it's not just like, oh, I've called it, so I'm keeping it by my side because you wouldn't use it anyway. It's just more about, hey, you need this more than I do. So even though technically it's mine, I'm still going to let you use it.
2: But my All big, right. my big gripe, and I will, I will say this, I'm going to leave it alone. My big gripe about this is this is a whole episode type gripe too. You spent the entire episode trying to figure out ways. To get rid of the Diglett and Doug Trio, but then by the end of the episode, once you realize, hey, I can figure out how to use these Diglets and Doug Trio, Doug Trio as free labor, I'm gonna use them on my farm. Then it's not a freaking problem. I don't know. I Maybe think he's
1: I- feeding them though.
2: Okay, come on. Oh, oh, you work on my farm. I feed you the things that you helped produce.
1: Hey, I'm hey, I'm not in the writers. Hey, don't get snippy with me, man. I'm not in the writers' room.
2: I'm just saying that 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 <laughs> seemed like that seemed like a lazy out. Oh, you're working on my farm, so I'm going to feed you the things that you made possible by working on my farm.
1: There, there's a there's a political commentary to be had about that, but not in this video. Anyways, <laughs> ne- <laughs> next oh, Okay, next Feeling episode. Healing
0: the healer healing the healer no. is the
1: name of the next ah! episode oh damn this. okay healing the healer okay all right hold on stop 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 i want richard to go first with this i want to hear because you've been because we've been talking over richard i feel bad richard what are your thoughts should we do a rundown or just tell us your thoughts on this episode
2: please rundown first
0: well i'm just gonna yeah so pretty much this is the infamous sweet coon episode that we, I think we were all spoiled for beforehand. Yeah. I knew about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, um, I knew about it.
0: Yep. I mean, if you've seen Pokemon the fourth movie, you've seen this episode minus Celebi. It's just that movie, but Sweetcoon's the main character instead of Celebi.
1: Yeah, and I don't think the Pokemon Forever, Pokemon forever was particularly impressive either, so maybe not a good starting point. But I mean, it,
0: tell me, I mean, it's literally the same plot except for Oh, instead of going after Celebi, they're going after Suicune.
1: <laughs> okay, so basically they're a bunch of hunters and they're going after and Ash and Go get to like this forest area and they see it's pretty much much rotting. It's it's basically it's basically a dying forest. Suicune shows up, it heals everything, and then it turns out there are some hunters that are pro, that are polluting the area so Suicune Purposeful. will come out. Purposely doing it so that Suicune will come out. And then they can capture it, It, but they don't capture it like with Pokeballs because I guess that that'd be too easy like they try they try putting a rope around its neck and like doing that sort of thing, which I've never really understood why villains don't just use regular Pokeballs like it feels like ropes and stuff almost never work.
2: It's because, and this is, this is my theory on that. It's because it's easier to catch them in a net so they can, so they can't run away, but they can break out of Pokeballs apparently. Like they can break out of the Pokeballs, but if we put them in this net, they can't actually run because the net gets them tangled up.
1: I guess guess so. Oh, but Ash and go rightful, not being total idiots actually step up and be like, Hey, Hey, you guys can't be doing that. And was Go the one who said we should contact Officer Jenny? Yes. Yes. I feel like that role better would have been better suited for Ash, but I'm not going to get into why.
2: Ash is an idiot.
1: Yeah, yeah but no, I'm not going to talk about. It. I'm not going to talk Ash about. Ash is an it. idiot.
2: He's not the one that would have called Officer Jenny. I'm just saying. Three in the morning, somebody breaks in his house. He's not going to call the police. He's going to try to fight the person. Yeah, but I'm i feel...
1: Definitely. Yeah, but Go. Anyways, anyways. Hey, so. Oh, they start sending out the poison Pokemon, the poison Suicune. They put the rope around its neck, and Go, and I'm gonna be, this was actually kind of a smart way, and I didn't think it'd go about it this way. Go decides if I catch it in a Pokeball, they won't be able to, like, do anything about it. Suicune gets poisoned a bit. It it gets in the Pokeball, shakes, click, Go caught a Suicune. When I first saw this, I had to pause the episode, like, that was kind of easy.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, no, it. Mm, mm.
1: I would have been okay. L- let me put it to you this way: I don't, I don't necessarily love this, but if it, if he had had like an ultra ball or like a dive ball or just something corresponding to it and being more powerful, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's cool, that's
2: cool. And that's and that's I, where my and that's where my gripes come in with this episode: the fact that like, literally, we've established in canon. That there are other Pokeballs, stronger mm-hmm. Pokeballs, that they can use to catch stronger Pokemon. So why on God's Green Earth, when you have one of the strongest Pokemon in existence standing in front of you, you can catch it with a Pokeball meant for catching Rattatas?
1: He should have done a change-up change like he did with that one Farfetch'd in that episode.
2: I'm just saying, like anything, he literally just goes... Like, he lobbed it at the freaking Suicune. He didn't, like, put power into it. Nothing. He just went, Kobe. If right he had said Kobe,
1: I would have been okay with
2: it. And it's just like, bro, I get he was poisoned. I get he was hurt. But, like, we've established legendary Pokemon aren't to be caught. They aren't catchable. In this continuity, they aren't catchable unless they want to be. In that mm-hmm. moment, Suicune did not want to be cat caught. You he know. to be you know, what
1: I, you know what I, what I know what I would have made this cool? Yeah. It's if Suicune thought to itself, you know, I don't necessarily trust this kid, but I trust him a lot more than I trust these hunters. So for now, if he gotten in the Pokeball by itself, it would have been cool. And then Ash kind of holds off the hunters and go. basically finds a bunch of Pokemon that Suicune was apparently helping take care of. He after he dropped
2: the pokeball by the way yeah. let's let's talk about that they they're trying to run away and he goes oh no uh, and he dropped the pokeball sweet goes fuck you nancy boy and he runs away and it's like what the fu- what the fuck just happened the- and, the- yeah but yeah.
1: It, it, eventually they heal sweet when sweet fights alongside go off prof- of, uh, professor jenny officer jenny shows up and and they arrest the guy He's he's mm-hmm. he's not a
2: frozen in an ice ball I, I i wanted to mention that
1: go go basically he said comes out and like okay well we saved you so you should go so you should go because it wouldn't be right for me to capture you which i was like okay i like that i but he caught it, it It but it's a legendary so he's okay with just letting go that's perfectly fine and Suikin's like no i want to stay i'm like why they get back I to lab no
2: <laughs> that's mm.
1: And now, Suicune. We haven't seen Suicune since in the episodes.
2: But my big problem, and I'll, I'll leave it alone after this. Are you sure? I, I, I'll try my best to leave it alone after this. We have done this with non-legendary Pokemon in the past. It has been established that Pokemon are likely to, when they respect a trainer, they will go with them. They will go along with them. But you, but but Suicune was established before this to be the protector of forest, to be the protector of the wildlife. Why, why have him? And yes, I understand at the end of the episode, it disappears, so it's not there anymore. But like, why would you have him go with, go in the first place if you're gonna have him disappear at the end? If yeah, you're not going to have like him that. be mm-hmm. a companion, if you're not going to have him be a companion and travel with them at the very least, hell having him go to the lab and just be there at the lab is one thing. But if you're not going to have him do anything, why have him say, Oh, I respect you now. So I'm going to go with you now. Like that's dumb.
1: You know, what would have been really cool is if what? they, is if even if go had kept the pokeball, kept sweet. Pokeball, stay in the forest, stay in the forest area. Uh, but kind of do what omega ruby and alpha sapphire did like have some type of mechanism that says hey Suicune, if you're ever in trouble we'll come help you like just in case you get ganged up on, on or the force or have a situation where Suicune senses oh snap something's going on and it and it heads to go and helps him now mm-hmm. maybe maybe that could happen that could happen maybe, maybe we're not watching the japanese version so who knows but a messy episode but i wouldn't necessarily call it a bad episode i like that goes he's showing his humane side and i do i do like how i just i liked how the villains got dealt with like i said a messy episode but by no means do i consider it to be a horrible episode
2: also i'm gonna I'm say this because this this episode is that, that isn't something bad this isn't anything bad. i just wanted to say this can we Have more run of the mill villains. Like we have Team Rocket, which at this point, I don't even consider them villains. I don't. I consider them to be the plot devices that help move episodes along. But like, can we have more run of the mill? Like villains that won't stay for more than maybe an episode or two, but are there to help drive the story and give our story meaning. It would be a lot more impactful if. An episode where they're trying to save a Pokemon, they're getting treated badly by a gang that's been terrorizing a city for like five years or something. That would make it better because it would give it more depth. It would give the it would give the world, the underworld of Pokemon more depth, other than just the big named villain societies of each um region. You yeah. Know?
1: I agree. I agree. And Sun and Moon did that once so anyway the next episode sobble spies a stealthy strategy i think i i I liked this episode but i don't i don't know oh this episode was kind of conflicting for me
2: all in all i'll say and I'm, I'm, i'm gonna leave this one i'm gonna leave it at this all in all i think this episode was good because it did what i had a problem with earlier it established more than one pokemon as getting some spotlight and getting some growth so i'll yeah. say that i'll kind of leave it alone because all in all i will say this was a good like this was one of the better episodes for me just because i was like oh the sobble is being a sobble it scares easier, and it cries but it sees an Inteleon and it's like oh snap i want to be that one day and it has some growth and yeah. of course you don't get to see that growth overnight. That's another thing that I love. Go even literally says that. You don't get strong overnight. And I was like, I appreciate that. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I do find it kind of weird though how it's like, oh, we're on the set of this movie. I'm like, how many movies are being filmed that they just so happen to be near? It feels like All every season, there are like a handful of episodes where are like, oh, let's go to this movie set because we're like three feet away from it. Okay. All of them.
2: Exactly. That's what I said. All every there they go to every Pokemon set or every uh movie set. All of yeah. them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So basically there's a movie with an Intellion that's like that's basically just a James Bond thing. Damn and that's sobble that's see sobble sees Intellion and wants to be strong like it. So it practices its hiding ability even with Go, Ash, and Cinderace, right?
2: yes 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 it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: and base, base and they run into ooh, like team rocket ends up trapping them in one of their like cave hideouts which i thought which i thought that whole air that whole segment of it was pretty cool and sobble didn't sobble learn a new attack too
2: i w- did it. know water gun before u-turn
1: it learned u-turn
2: that's right yeah
1: because it returned to its pokeball after the attack ah yeah. Overall, it's not like I like you said. I like the fact that Sobel got something to do, and I especially like how, like you said, it's not like it evolved or anything. It's just like, oh, it, it trained this one time, and there were moments throughout the rest of the episodes where it was still training. It didn't happen immediately. Like we're giving it time. I mean, I, pre- I appreciate it. What do you think, Richard? Yeah, you guys pretty much
0: have said everything. There's nothing more to this episode.
1: <laughs> but yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, to be fair, a lot of these episodes don't have a lot as far as meat and bones. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I will say though, I
1: don't know if it was this episode in particular, but I always love when James calls me out, old chum. Like I like it's such a, it's such a wholesome um thing. But I I just I appreciate their. I, I will always appreciate the ty- the dynamic of Team Rocket.
2: I said this earlier about Pikachu. I say the same thing about Meowth. As long as that thing has been around, it should honestly probably be pushing up daisies.
1: Nine lives. Nine lives. It's nine lives.
2: They uh, already said he's gone through eight of them. So uh, yeah, there we now go. was like
0: back in Johto. <laughs> See, make jokes about death, and,
2: get and as away many times, it. and as many times did they get blown up. He's probably on like negative one hundred and fifty.
0: Next episode. <laughs> the, the Tales of You and Glimwood Tangle.
1: Okay, a Chloe-focused episode. Richard, go so, first with this.
0: So this episode has them going because they're trying to see the Galarian form of Ponyta and Rapidash. I'm trying to remember why exactly they Chloe, want to. Chloe,
1: Chloe has like a vision of it being her because she reads a book or
0: something mm. like that. Oh, yeah. And so they go to the Glimwood Tangle, uh, Chloe gets separated from Ash and Go, who run into the uh, fairy gym leader of uh, Galler, and she starts quizzing them about not wearing enough pink, pretty much.
1: I, uh, yeah, and throughout the episode, like, we kind of cut in between them because Chloe is helping an injured, rap, is helping an injured Rapidash, and they run into the Grimace Snarl, is that what they're called?
2: Like it's Grimmsnarl or Yeah, that's it's what the Trump it's was. the first one.
0: It's I think Impidim.
1: Yeah, yeah, very very good. Look, and they're kind of being mischievous about it, but they and it turns out it's like, oh, they just wanna play, which I'm like, Okay, all right, yeah, that's fine. And it shows Chloe getting along with more and more Pokemon, which is cool, which is cool to see. He, he um the Ponyta and the Eevee, they help heal Rapidash. Ash. It's obviously this is kind of a weird this is kind of the problem because this doesn't have a long-term impact on anything so far it just seems like there's it seems like they're tests running Chloe which I feel like should have been gotten out of the way like several episodes ago
2: should have did it in uh should have did it in journeys man yeah wanna... it's
0: yeah. The, the part I'm running into an issue with is what is Evie doing because this is like the fifth move we've seen Evie use
1: at this Isn't point. Is it copycat or mimic?
0: Yeah, it, might, it might be mimic, I guess, because it's not replacing moves. It seems like, but yeah, they never yeah. quite mentioned it. That would yeah, make They, sure they, totally they
1: actually did mention it a couple of different times. I'm just I just couldn't remember exactly what the move was called.
0: Well, I don't I don't remember them saying, "Oh, Evie's
2: using mimic." And yeah, that's they
1: said they, they said that in like one of the first episodes. The moves use copycat.
2: Which it okay. makes sense since the first time we see it, it's freaking copying other
1: uh Yeah, it's copying the other evolutions moves.
2: Okay,
0: I did. I don't remember them actually saying that it's using a move copycat. I just remember yeah. it saying, "Oh, they're cop." It's copying the other Pokemon. It's like, okay, what is it actually doing? Is it learning these moves? What is it doing? No,
1: no but yeah, it's it's like a one. It's a one-time thing. Not to mention when Opal, the gym leader, she's questioning them. She's putting more and more pink clothes on Ash, Go, Pikachu, and Cinderace, who are all seemingly miserable, except Cinderace, who's, who, who actually manages to pull it off and seems to enjoy it. Like, I actually oh, like yeah. this.
2: I love, honestly, I love the fact that they brought her in because even in the game, she's just like that. And I'm just like, yeah, I appreciate y'all for keeping her the same from the game to the... Uh, to the tv show because man they don't do that all the time
1: yeah well to and to be fair it's like one of the few galar characters that actually gets like showcased in this
0: yes because we've only seen three of the gym leaders so yeah, far
1: you, you see fans when you keep asking for characters to return in journeys which i'm i'm fine with it might take away from some of the galar characters and i'd rather have more galar characters than like returning characters for the or yeah. 15th time
0: but yeah. we have Seven more gym leaders that need to be introduced from Galar yeah, because counting both t-
1: games. Yeah, that, that oh, that, that's a good, that's a good point. But overall, it, it honestly you know an okay episode. Not like not a horrible episode, but like kind of. Uh, I don't know. I want more for Chloe. I want more than just what we're getting.
0: Yes. Part of my issue with it was that they almost tried to make it seem like was it a dream thing and. At the end, and then they didn't. They either didn't commit all the way because don't they have Chloe? Don't you have to finish that report or something about uh, going there? So it's like, okay, you should have either gone.
1: Oh, it was a dream, or no, it wasn't. I feel like she gets special treatment in that class. I'm not sure how I feel about that.
0: Well, we know Go does already. He doesn't have to show up except for test day. <laughs> Th-
1: that's not fair. Test Anyways, day. next episode: Searching for Chivalry. I liked. The, I actually really liked this episode. I thought this was a oh, really yeah. solid episode. I love the episodes because it's about Ash and his Farfetch'd and Go and Scizor, right. Yeah. this time Sy- it was Cyther at the time. I, I oh, like yeah. the fact that they're actually showing them like training. That's to me that was one of the best parts of the Ruby and Sapphire series. When Ash's Pokemon wanted to learn a move, he would take the time to train that Pokemon with a variety of different methods to help it master it it made him Mm -hmm. actually look like a pretty damn good trainer and this is another instance of that because they go through a maze is and they're helped by the gym by one of the elite four they said
0: yeah um what's his name it's one of the um kalos
1: elite four yeah um uh wilkstrom yeah, Willstrom was kind of odd, if I'm being completely honest, because he was oh, yeah. chivalrous like a knight. But whenever they showed like the slice, hint of, no, we're going to keep working hard. We're going to keep doing our best. He started crying about it. <laughs> like he was so proud. I don't know. It You're was right. Like, yeah. Also, they have this really cool thing where at the end, it's like, oh, hey, hey, we're going to you guys are going to fight against us. And it shows like Ash and Go are actually kind of proactively getting involved in this battle. It's it's a it's a really cool thing, and honestly, I'd like more if the games could do stuff like that. It's like puzzles and mazes with specific type of Pokemon. It, it was cool; I enjoyed it.
0: Oh yeah, and it would it be was... nice if the uh, if we ever go back to an Elite Four, um, that they actually become involved in the story because they're they're not involved in the story. It's just like oh, we're the top four trainers, we don't deal with the actual criminal element, the champion might be part of that, but Yeah, well, then
1: we they, won't. Just leave, they just leave it up to a 10-year-old and his friends.
2: Like, well, at least look, have them they have be part of it. They see, be, they see the trash that's going on and they're just like, eh, that 10-year-old's got it, we're fine.
1: To be fair, there is a quote in one of the Pokemon games where somebody says, oh, do you think the Elite Four should get involved with this stuff? And then somebody typed in the comment section, they said, well, it'd be better than a 10-year-old doing it, but sure. Overall, though, though it's a fun episode. It's oh, it's yeah. nice to see how well Ash and his far fetched get along because there were times where it didn't, like you said, and it was kind of rebellious and kind, because it just wanted to get stronger and it was kind of getting ignored for a good bit. But this episode established that, and they even followed up with it at the end of this season. So I thought I thought it was a very strong episode.
2: Oh
0: yeah, so. My question, though, is the device that they use at the end of the episode, because this is the episode where they involve uh, yeah. Scizor, yeah. or Scyther and Scizor. Is that an actual thing that just, okay, it mimics trading, and, or is it an actual trade, and then they traded back? Because they well, don't show them trading back.
1: Well, they said it transfers. It. They never specifically said trade, but it does piss me kind of piss me off how it's just like, Oh well, we don't, you don't even have to trade your Pokemon. Technically, I'm like that would have been nice for me when I was a kid, and I didn't have any friends who lived by me who I could trade with. But literally, you do, y- y'all do you? But like that, like I said, that's such a—that's a minor for me. You like good, ep- good to great episode. I enjoyed it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That was that might have been the best episode of this entire season.
1: Oh, oh good god, what, what, what? Why don't you tell us the name of the next episode, buddy?
0: memories of a warm kindness so this is another chloe-centered
1: episode this this was one of those episodes that i pretty much did not like until the very end this was kind of one of those episodes for me which was i it honestly kind of fell into the range of so bad it's kind it's good like the ending saved it for me but you've been quiet it tunes What, what do you what do you think is this another rant
2: no, 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 no. Not another rat, Not another rat. All in all, I just, they, <laughs> I literally went into the episode. I was like, Chloe's <laughs> going to be in the episode. Chloe's going to be in the episode. Yeah. And, I'll, and like halfway through, I was like, I kind of want to just skip this episode, man.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I'm going to read the description that Netflix has for it. While Ash and Go take advantage of a cold snap to search for Ice Pokemon, Chloe enjoys some girls' time with lab assistant and Krissa at her apartment. I thought I initially thought, because they've done this before in Juries, I thought this was going to be a the first half of this episode is the Ash and Go stuff. The second half of this episode is going to be the Chloe stuff. So I kinda admittedly, I got thrown off because of that. But basically, Ash and Go go to They basically go off, and Go really wants to catch an Ice-type Pokemon. Uh, Meanwhile, oh, everybody at Chloe's house just kind of seems to be dipping. Like it's like her little brother, whose name I keep forgetting, has to go to a sleepover. Her mom's off doing something else, so she ends up hanging out with one of the lab assistants, Chrissa. Uh, And they go to her apartment, and she notices... Krista has a lot of Psyduck-themed stuff. Like, kind of an unhealthy amount.
2: Yeah. Unhealthy amount of plushies and dolls and pictures and Pretty much everything she owns is Psyduck.
1: Yeah, you know, when we start getting plushies and pictures and stuff like that, I hope one of our fans has that level of dedication. Otherwise, we have failed this
2: podcast. Oh, absolutely.
1: (sighs) But... (laughs) Then we, Chloe, like, because Evie looks around and you know, and knocks over a picture, and it's a picture of Chris, uh, a Psyduck, and another, and a man. And Chloe gets kind of, I don't want to say invasive about it, but what, what, one, of you talk, about one, it. one of you talk
2: she gets invasive about it She was like yeah. who is this where did you meet him from why do you have this picture of him what's yeah. going on here you know is this Poke- your boyfriend
1: you know Pokemon just because they're girls doesn't mean they all have to be fixated on romance but especially like I said since Chloe just seemed very dismissive at the beginning of journeys and now she's like bubbly and happy just like the rest of them
2: also Chloe's like what 11 11- at most. Yeah, well, like at 11. All. I don't know about y'all, but when I was 11, I wasn't interested in romance or anything of the nature. I was interested in being a Pokemon master. Yeah. I had the games, I was boss. <laughs> I was trying to get all the Pokemon and I was trying to get all the legendaries. That was my only like that and learning how to play the trombone were my two things at the age of 11.
1: Well, to be fair, I'm 25 and I'm still kind of at the same boat. Like, I'd rather be a Pokemon trainer.
0: Okay, that's fair. But yeah, so there's just a little bit too much coincidence
1: in this episode for <laughs> my taste. It's like, oh, Ash and go, oh, meet go to a ramen shop hop, and they meet up with the same person who was in the who was in the picture with his Psyduck. Who? Had
2: How a- convenient! Mm-hmm. This is another one of those plot armor things I was talking about. Yeah.
1: But we also we do get a little bit of Chris's backstory like she was trying she was studying and she had a big report coming up she got flustered and stressed out by it and the side and uh, the man with the side that cheered her up, up or so we thought at first first mm-hmm. and basically basically it's kind of and she's kind of like oh I never got the chance to thank him and I'm like. Like, you know, I would love to... I, I'm sure that several random strangers would love me to find them and thank them for the one little thing they did for me. Over, overall, the oh, and Chloe just sort of... They all get back to the place and Chloe's like, oh, yeah. we." And Chloe's like, what would you guys do? It's like, Ash and Go are like, oh, well, we saw this guy with the side... And she's like, what? Where is he? And we're like, well, we, we don't know. Oh, so we don't she basically really drags, them, drags them out to find them. They find them again. And Chloe pretty much grabs him with the eldest will, and they show up at the lab, and is sees him, and she's like, I never thought i would see you again. And I'm like, this is, you met him once. Please relax. Literally, and literally all of a sudden, once. she starts, like, lowering herself. I'm like, oh my. I'm like, I thought, one of two things. I thought either A, is she about to fall and collapse? F's, like, Probably. is she working too hard? Or B, I thought, whoa, this is a kid's show. Come on. And all of a sudden, she hugs the Psyduck.
2: Because it was yeah. the Psyduck all along.
1: That's what got me. That's when I started laughing. Like, okay, that saved, that saved the episode. Chris, Chris, is, Chris is weird for me. I, 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 I like her, but at the same time, I'm I'm a little weirded out by her at times. And she seems like she should be normal.
0: But Shouldn't Ash and Go have more reason to thank them? He bought them both, uh, like, all their dinner, uh Yeah, an
1: extra bowl of ramen each that you, you have a good point, not to mention she looks a little Krista looks a little too similar to I don't remember the professor's name but the one in X and Y the one who Clement really knew the one who Bonnie said. Oh, you should marry my brother. Like they, they looked a bit too similar for me. Like maybe and when Clement
0: of... was in school, that you're yeah, talking about sure. the episode where he was where they get Luxray, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: that that you, you okay. know you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I said though, it's kind of a so bad it's good sort of episode because it's it's goofy. Chloe gets a bit on my ner- nerves in the episode, but I feel like everybody else kind of saves it.
0: Yeah, I think the ending saves this episode yeah. with it being—it's it, 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 it's the side up. That yeah, likes. that's what.
1: Yeah, and then she's like, "Oh my god, thank you, Chloe!" And Chloe's like, "What the hell did I sign up
2: for?" And that's uh, the thing. Chloe is the reason for all of it. And then at the end, she's just like, mm, "Dang."
1: Maybe this episode shouldn't have happened.
2: It shouldn't have. Should have had eleven episodes. Let that be that. Yeah.
1: Okay, uh, so now we have our 2 partner. Oh, oh
2: boy. Wait, episode wanna...
1: 10. A roll rollicking-, oh. rollicking roll eyes on the goal. I did not like either of these episodes.
2: Yeah, nah, no, no, no. No, these, these These episodes, these were the weakest in terms of like it was the story. It was just the fact that like Ah, oh my God! I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Just these, these two episodes alone were just like so. I, I literally was like, I kind of waste. I felt like I wasted my time when yes. I watched these two episodes. So,
1: so Ash and Go get stuck in a rolling ball of like moss, trees, and other stuff, thanks to an Alakazam and some Gulpin. And mm-hmm. Go literally has his head shoved up a Gulpin at one point in the episode.
2: There's no stuck other. Good up his it was up yeah, his ass. Let's I, not I, let's not splice hairs here. It was, was, he was, tra- he was stuck was tra- up the the ass.
1: I was trying to find the more poetic way of putting it, but yeah, all ain't right. nothing
2: poetic about it. That episode wasn't poetic. We're not gonna be poetic here.
1: Yeah, and they start and then, walking back, and Ash kind of has to lead go back to the lab, and we get a great. And for you shippers, we get a great shot of Ash and Go holding hands, if that's the kind of thing you're into. But
2: which you shouldn't me, and you should feel ashamed of yourself
1: hey, what 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 no you don't like to what i was about to say i'm fine with two boys being part of a ship but it just doesn't seem it seems different they're
2: 12 they're ten, like ten, fucking probably 12 ten, probably ten. exactly my mm-hmm. thing is i don't care ship who you want if they're a legal fucking aid i don't care if you like that's them all. just let them be legal oh I'm no i oh
1: me. no i 100% agree i'm just i'm just kind Ooh. i'm just cover, i'm covering for you in case somebody says oh what you don't want two male characters to be together no that's not no, the, no, that's not, that's the, not the, the issue thing.
2: I love, I, if anything, I love it when we get the opportunity to uh, have male ships. I love that. But I want them to be legal ships. I want them both to be of legal age. Because, my God, in a society now where it seems that we protect children above all else, why would you want to ship two cartoons? Even if they're anime characters. They're so, underage. So cool. they're, they're underage. I don't care if they're animated or not they're under a that's my biggest problem with the ship to, to, be, to, be,
1: to be fair i kind of just meant it as a passing joke i didn't actually mean it as oh, they're teasing something they're actually doing it. i kind of just oh, no, meant no, 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 it no. as a passing little joke
2: but i know that there are people out there that probably ship them so that's why i'm just like mm, let's nip that in the bud also go why are you so upset that your homie got to hold your hand to lead you bro like bro
1: it's to be okay, fair, man. i don't want to catch him touching me either <laughs> Then again, I just don't like people touching me. It has nothing to do with I, was about ass. To say, I just don't like people sure. touching me.
2: I was about to say, you don't like when people touch you. That's...
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, and they basically it's basically like one of the first episodes of Chowder, when they all get stuck in the ball and they're rolling down. Except mm-hmm. Chowder finds a way of making it far more entertaining. This is just oh, kind of boring. Especially because Chloe at one point's like, Oh, guess I'm headed to school. Guess I'm headed to school. Well, and then the giant ball just appears and they're like, What in the world is that? At? And I don't know. It was it was a very I know it was a filler episode and I know it was a silly episode but it was a boring silly episode.
2: That's As the worst won, part. I think my one redeeming thing for this entire episode was when they were in the ball. And Ash was like, "Go. We're bouncing around." And Don was like, "Are you enjoying this right now?" Yeah. And he was just like <laughs> And he was like you're enjoying this. Yeah, what are, we are literally rolling around with no sense of direction and you're enjoying this chaos.
1: You see, this is why I know Ash would not do well in a horror movie because he would go towards the danger.
2: Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's uh, it's
1: like it's like ahead. that clip you showed me of the ser- of the horror movie villain It's just like, well, Ash runs to the danger, so I think he's going to be safe from this guy.
0: Uh and it, it's, yeah, it's there there is it. nothing really. I'm sorry, it. guys. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. We're going off on tangents, but there's nothing to talk about.
2: Yeah, Anyways, we're gone. What's
1: sure. the, so the this, next the next half of this episode? Does it get? No, it doesn't get better.
0: This is the uh, we, the return of uh,
1: Tootle from Team Rocket. Yeah, the, yeah. Mm. I, I will it's say
0: I, the highlight of this episode is the is that part.
1: I, I will say, I like that we get some time be- between Meowth and Wobbuffet, because I feel like Wobbuffet kind of feels like a fourth wheel at time. And so it's nice to see that it's not just going to be Jesse James and Meowth. It's like, let's give Wobbuffet some screen time when he's not, like we were talking about last time, when he's not filming the tour herbs out of nowhere. And we're like, how the hell is he getting this footage? Overall, though, that. yeah. Overall, though, Chula wants to race a bunch of Pokemon with shells on their backs. Like Turtwig and Squirtle and a whole bunch of this other stuff.
2: Yeah, it was yeah. a turtle jamboree. Yeah, and they're yeah, all yeah. All,
0: po- all these turtle Pokemon are jerks if out this translating word for word.
1: I get the feeling he's not. I feel like he just likes to stir the pot for being complete. Would it surprise you at all if he just like I just I just love chaos.
0: No. No, that that seems yeah,
1: right. Yeah, and the person who owns all the Shell Pokemon pretty much sounds exactly like the Dracovish, or from earlier on, so I'm convinced they're probably the same voice actor.
0: Actually, I think it's Master Roshi. <sighs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It, it, it
2: basically it was Roshi. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's why I said Drakovich sounds like Masteroshi. Like and but yeah, well, like we said though, not not a great episode. What's what's the what's the Let's next episode? Let's just
0: move on, please. Let's just move so on. So the next episode is uh, when a house is not a home.
1: Okay, any Pokemon episode that has a Luther Vandross reference automatically has a good start for me.
2: <laughs> um, and this is uh, so, I, so. Go
1: ahead.
2: Can, I, I was going to ask if I could run down this episode. So this is the episode, Please. and I will admit, I'll admit that this episode could have could have been a lot worse for what it was on the surface. We open up, Go is having a dream where there's a Rilla boom in his house, and he's just. My god, he's so shocked. He was like, rilla What are you doing in my house?" Ah! And he wakes up and there's a Grookey in his in his room. And him and Ash and Pikachu and Mr. Mime are all like, what this Grookey come from?" Yeah. So they go about the episode, Grookey's being Grookey, silly, and like it was just a bunch of silly nonsense. Mm-hmm. And then lo and behold, we find out who actually owns the Grookey because Go tries to catch it and it doesn't work because Rotom actually says the thing that they always say in the trainer battles. that Pokemon belongs to somebody else. Don't be a thief. Don't be and a thief. Like, and I was like, I was like, I, a side note, I appreciate that they actually included that snippet because I was like, damn, y'all are really bringing in stuff from the game to the show. I appreciate it. Yeah.
1: And Grookey messed up Chloe's hair, made it all wild and out of control. I'm like, actually, I kind of, actually, I like her hair like that. It looks good.
2: Fair. Um, and we learn who
1: Grookey actually yeah, belongs there go. to. Yeah, we learned
2: we learned who the that. Grookey actually belongs to. It's Team Rocket.
1: Ah because I actually really liked that plot twist. It, I liked mm-hmm.
2: that. I think I think I didn't like the way that they went about it. Because they made it seem like they didn't even know that the Grookey belonged to them. Whereas it would have been better had it been like, oh, the Grookey got out, realized who it would belong to. Ran away. And that's why I ended up with Ash and Go versus oh this Grookey is here. Oh wow, Grookey, you can't you I'm not gonna sit here and believe that this Grookey actually belongs to me. Return, Grookey. Oh my god, it actually belongs to us.
1: Yeah, but to to, mm-hmm. to yeah, but one of the things that we kind of touch that they talk about is while they're trying to find it, is Grookey kind of gets into some trouble with some other trainers and some of the other Pokemon. Yeah. Ren ran one of the assistants, is like, oh, maybe it's one of Gengar's friends. And Gengar kind of appears behind him with a look that said, What'd you say, buddy? Which shows that that at this point Ren might as well be Gengar's trainer, because it's not Ash at this point.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Overall, but... though, little Team Rocket gets Grookey back and it loses the little stick in its head that that goes in its head. And it base it smashes its Pokeball all all they find it again go catches it and they're pretty much that's it it's it's a good it's a good episode i do agree i feel like the first half of it was kind of of all over the place but the second half was pretty strong in my opinion
2: my big my biggest problem with the like like, really like with the beginning of the episode my biggest problem is just how silly and over the top it is but we got to see mr mime unlocking ultra instinct so you know (laughs) there's some good and bad
1: there what'd you think richard
2: i enjoyed this
0: episode but does this actually mean that uh ash go and his and all of ash's friends are better at stealing pokemon than team rocket are because they've actually stolen a pokemon and gotten away with it now
1: I, I, hmm. I, i i didn't think about i didn't actually think about that if we're being completely honest
0: i mean i'm trying to think have has Team Rocket successfully stolen any other Pokemon? They've caught they, wild Pokemon. They but... stole
1: those Voltorb in oh, yeah. like season one. They stole the Gloom perfume thing.
0: Oh wow! But did that last? Is my real no, question. No, it
1: well, it lasted in their nostrils because the smell was awful. Well, the one thing I wish this episode, like just for a little bit of a gag, would have done is because we've seen in like the Diamond and Pearl series what happens when you say when you hold the Pokemon. It's like. Okay, uh Zigzagoon, return, and the red beam comes out, but we see what happens when that red beam hits a per- like an actual human being. It's apparently stings them for a good bit. I wish we'd gotten to see that, but oh but that's such a small thing in my opinion.
0: Another interesting thing to note though is that this is the first generation that Ash doesn't have a single one of the starter Pokemon.
1: Yeah, they just give them all to the go, which I've said before, I'm not huge on when one person has all of the starters in a region. I don't like when Ash does it. I'm not huge on when Go does it, but at least makes sense for his goal. But I, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've grown to just accept it at this point.
0: That's fair. All right. We have anything else to say about this episode?
1: Nope, it no. was it was fun, but a little too silly in the first half.
2: All
0: right, so last episode is Beyond Chivarly beyond chivalry, aiming to be a leak master, if I remember correctly. There yeah, name.
1: This, it's Ash and Rinto's rematch.
0: Mm-hmm. So this kind of wraps up Farfetch'd's uh, total arc in this part, season, whatever we want to call it. Um, Let's just say part. So I think their training is how this starts. Um, and they're battling, and both far-fetched and is it raboot or Sizzle scissor gets hurt gets it's hurt scissor. so they run to the pokemon center and run into rento and the main focus of this entire rest of the episode is the battle
1: what yep. was the point what was the point of of grookey showing off it's like flower healing thing and helping bell sprout what was the point of that because we got that in the episode beforehand oh grookey can use it's like drum playing to heal flowers and stuff
2: just to show that he can do it.
1: Yeah, it, it it didn't, whatever. But over, like I said, like it's tough to talk about battles specifically, but I did enjoy this battle. I thought it was fun. I do, like I said earlier, I do wish it was more than just one-on-one because the fact that they're, some of the Pokemon are lasting for as long as they are, see, I don't know, it kind of makes the attacks feel less important and Gallade breaks the leak
2: hmm
0: I really think that the, whatever the name of this tournament is, I keep forgetting it. Um, the coordination Series? Yeah. Really should it. have, okay, when you're in the basic class or whatever they called the first class, um, that those could be all one-on-one. You're all, there's way more trainers, but when you get to a great class, you have two to three Pokemon in each battle, then... When you're in Ultra, you have closer to a full team, maybe three or four, and then uh, Masters. F- if you're in the top ten or whatever it is that are the ranked Masterclass, there are full Pokemon battles. Every single yeah. time, it's going to be a full battle. Then That way, we could have seen, I mean, uh, Leon and... Um, what's the other guy's name? Lance. Oh, Lance, and then Leon and... Um, what's the other guy? We've talked about him before in this. Uh, Riteon. And- Ryhan. Yeah. Anyways,
1: though. Yeah. Full teams. That would be yeah. Good. Basically, though, and and Farfetch gets knocked down for a bit, and Rinto's kind of trash talking in for a good bit. Rinto, uh, what was it? Farfetch gets up and kind of uses the broken off leak as a shield, and still has the sword part of it, and and the predictably it evolves into Surfetch and ends up and ends up winning. But I. I think Rinto and his Gallade have a really cool battle style, in my opinion. I like the oh, yeah. sl- like, quote-unquote stance changes it has, even if the last one it did kind of didn't do anything. But, like, I- I'd i like to see more of them, but I'm not 100% sure that we'll get more of them. They'll probably appear in, like,
0: the final bit. They didn't get out of Ultra Class, so he's not getting a chance to compete against Ash again. He'll be in the stance cheering Ash on.
1: Yeah, and Go was... Very involved in this episode, like he kept saying, like, "Yeah, this is how work. This is how it works because Farfetch and Sirfetch that really likes Ash and chivalry, like we talked talked about." And I'm like, "Go, you, we, we, can you relax, buddy? Like you're you're coming off a little strong here." Here, he, 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 yeah, yeah, that's the problem with Go. He seems to get very very excited when he's not the main focus.
2: English. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. t- t- Tunes, what did you think of this?
2: This episode, personally, was the best. I feel like it was the best one out of, like, the last maybe five or six. Um, Out of the last, like, maybe, well, I won't say five or six. Out of the last, like, three or four episodes, this was the best one. And I feel like, I feel like, had they not made it a little predictable at the beginning of the season, it would have had a little bit more weight if that makes sense because at yeah. the beginning of the season it was like yeah cool Farfetch, you're gonna get stronger at the end of the season Farfetch, it doesn't matter if you win this battle or not we're still gonna get stronger evolve and it's like uh, yeah. okay I guess, plot armor
1: yeah i guess my thing is i feel like i would have had Rinto show up a couple of other times maybe he doesn't battle Ash. maybe he's like doing his own thing or catching other pokemon and then later down the line, they have their rematch that Ash wins. I don't know. It felt kind of weird how, like, six episodes later. Oh, okay. So we're already settling this.
2: Right. 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 Like, like I feel like they also. I. I don't. I won't say that they rushed it, but for us to have seen Ash and Farfetch progression as much as we did, we didn't see anything on Rinto's side. Yeah, and that's what I don't like. Like yeah. we should have at least gotten a training scene with Rinto, or whenever we brought up that far fetched was training, bring up what Rinto is doing.
1: Yeah, or, or m- maybe Rinto maybe Rinto wants to get stronger. Maybe Rinto finds a way to mega evolve his gallade. That would be super cool. Right. Yeah, but what? And if if that's ha- if that's happened, then it's not because I've seen a spoiler. It's just it's just something I would like that I think would be kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, to have him be even any sort of kind of rival, there's not really any development. He shows up and he he only changes after Ash beats him. It's like, okay, why is his personality so different all of a sudden?
1: Is it even Uh, that different? Because he had moments where he was like, like, he was cordial at least until they started really battling. And now all of a sudden he's just like, okay, I lost. So I'm, I, I I don't know. I want to see more of Rento, but at the same time, I'm not sure I do, it's it's weird. It's like we talked about with characters we don't want to return. It's not that we don't like most of these characters, it's just, what are they gonna do with them? And in the end, is it going to be worth it? Because I've heard about some characters returning and some people don't feel like it's been worth it so far, yet they keep asking for it.
0: Right. Yeah, um, again, they, they show, who we know is going to be in at least master journeys um in the opening so that's we already know of at least two people returning. yeah
1: we're, we're i'm not gonna t- i don't i would feel bad spoiling anybody else just in case for the very few of you who haven't been spoiled but we saw in the, few. we saw in the <laughs> opening that we saw iris and we saw gary
0: yeah so those are we can't really spoil those for you because if you've seen even just the opening you know that they're gonna at least show up yeah, right. oh, Yeah,
2: they'll play some type of role yeah, soon, and, but, but, but we well, don't know.
1: People had a lot to say about the Iris episode, so I kind of i'm i'm a little ex, i'm excited to talk about it because I have because I feel like I'm gonna have some thoughts about it that. People are either gonna love or hate. I honestly don't know.
2: Well, we'll just have to see.
1: Yeah. Overall, though, that's the first part of Pokemon Master Journey. It's not a fantastic start, in my opinion. Some interesting stuff, but I just don't know how much of it they're going to use. But overall, there, I do think there there are more good episodes in Part 1 than bad.
2: Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was—and and this is a little bit of a bad on me— I was more— engaged and more focused in on these 12 episodes than i was in pokemon journeys like nothing in pokemon journeys outside of a couple episodes locked me in that well that i was like dang i'm excited what's about to happen what are they about to do like it it just this time it actually felt which is harking back to what i said at the beginning of this episode they uh it, it felt like the old Pokemon to me. like it, I had that same feeling watching this as I did watching the old Pokemon.
1: Yeah. All right, Richard, what are your thoughts, Richard, overall of just everything we've talked about and everything we saw?
0: Again, there, I kind of agree with everything y'all have said. It's an okay start, not the best. There were some really good episodes, but a lot of just okay. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they are able to take a step forward and give more episodes time. i'm still kind of curious if they're gonna if there's going to be any uh, sort of arcs or stories that they're going to tell because we've met um we've already been through the main story of sword and shield in the first season yes
1: yeah. i mean that's kind of what they did with sun and moon and then they introduced the ultra beast arc which i feel like even the most, there are people who are insanely in love with sun and moon the anime which is perfectly fine you're entitled to your opinion it's cool but, but almost everybody agrees the Ultra Beast arc was not that good. And I sat through all of it, so I agree. It's it's pretty boring. So maybe they might try and, like, make their own thing. I'm not completely sure.
0: Yeah, there, there needs to be at least a little bit of some story that's more than just the adventure that they've been going through. But... Oh,
1: no, it's just the returning characters. That's going to be all the stories, which you could do if this was, like, Pokemon Chronicles or something, but we we, we, i I, i'm gonna be honest guys i miss the old series and i i'm not saying the old series were always perfect far from it i think journeys is actually better than some of the old series in my opinion but i miss i miss the style of like seeing gym battles i miss seeing people all of them traveling together place to place i like seeing even if a character doesn't develop for a good while we get to see their interactions with everybody Hey, like sure, we all knew Brock wasn't always going to be at the forefront in like Ruby and Sapphire, Diamond and Pearl, but we at least saw him every episode. We at least felt like he was he was interacting with people. I, I don't know, I don't know. I think I'm slowly starting to miss the old stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm and I really feel that again, uh Gal I think I've said this before, I think in our last review, Galler's getting the short end of the stick. It's like I oh, mean, yeah. I we know a little bit about three cities in total because that's what we've seen in the uh, and part of the wild area. So maybe we'll get some stuff with like Isle of Armor or that, that, and that Yeah, or, or the,
1: the Crown the, Tundra. Um,
0: yeah, that's the yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. Oh, and plus, plus, this this is a this is a mini spoiler. herb. So, like, just I guess even if it's a mini spoiler, you can just close your ears or something like that. but one of the things I've noticed for which a lot of the return the returning characters a good a good amount of them are Sinnoh characters and I understand if you want to do that for the for the upcoming games but I'm kind of just like you know for as much as I we all complain about Gen 1 and Kanto getting all the recognition why is nobody complaining about that we've we're pretty much only seeing like Gen 4 people like we haven't seen Richie we haven't we've seen lieutenant surge in a flashback pretty much only we haven't it's it's it seems like they're really only focusing on like two or three regions not when you could be focusing on all of them but mainly galar i don't know it, it kind of bothers me
0: yeah do you have anything
2: uh tunes i honestly i don't i just I think we're at a good place with what they're trying to do. There's a lot of things that they could improve on, but as a whole I'm happy with the direction it's going considering uh, Pokemon Journeys was the first bit of like Pokemon anime I had consumed outside of the movies in a long time. And then Pokemon Master Journeys, this actually makes me want to watch and continue to watch and continue to be a part of the lore and continue to see what they're going to come up with. Because they're on the right direction. They're in the they're going in the right direction. They just haven't hit it yet.
1: Yeah, they're going in the right directions. They're just hitting a bunch of they they've hit us some speed bumps. Like I'm not like I said, this wasn't bad. I don't think any of the parts we've covered in journeys have been bad. It's just some like it's a li- it's a little inconsistent for me. Like, which yeah. Like I, I'll take a little inconsistent, inconsistent over downright horrible. But I have to be fair. I have to talk about the good and the bad. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of good. There's, there's even some great and some even fantastic stuff. Like I've said, Go in my opinion is one of the, it's probably one of the best parts of the show for me, despite the fact that most people don't seem to agree. But that's just my, that's just my sense about it.
0: Yeah, and it, at least he has a defined goal. I mean a lot of ashes I mean that's the thing with Brock it was like he wants to be a breeder which they kind of described but never really went into detail about him trying to do anything with and then they did... Um, Clement just kind of traveled with Ash
1: yeah but he at least had an arc where he became a better it, gym leader like when he took the time off that
0: and true, silent was, like,
1: was kind of just all over the place
0: I you need someone who can cook for you I'll come with
1: yeah because i i don't think iris can cook but overall well like we said some pretty decent stuff a lot of a lot of rants despite what we mostly liked some of this stuff up but still still pretty fun um uh, i are we ready to close out
2: i think i think so
1: all right so guys let us know what you think of what you thought of master journey so far and without spoiling anything and does it get better does it get worse like what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on it so far and what if you haven't been spoiled what stuff would you like to see like more stuff for chloe more stuff for ash more stuff for francois the magnemite obviously
2: more stuff for chloe more stuff for chloe and more and,
1: stuff. And, and does your side up collection of stuff rival Chris's?
2: Well, mine doesn't obviously because I have I'm, I'm only Lucario, Luxray, and, um, Arcanine. Oh, um, and, and after this, that, oh that's something else I wanted to say. After watching the arc of Farfetch to Surfetch, I will now be taking um, to my Pokemon Sword and Shield game and I will be catching a Farfetch to evolve it to a Surfetch nice. and I will make that motherfucker buy like star Pokemon.
1: Nice. But just let us know. Let's let us know what you like in the comments. And like we said, toons and Dunes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Just, just once you follow it, maybe you'll get in the Discord, or maybe you'll get kicked out, like I did that one time.
2: Just once, just once.
1: Yes, but anyway, and well there, there going to be some. We're going to get back to hopefully a semi-normal schedule with everything, and we will let you guys know. Oh, and we'll see you next time. This has been Alex and Richard.
2: Tunes and Goons!
1: And you've been listening to the Animagatists. Good night and peace easy.